Hi guys, welcome to the DM with Audrey, Brienne, and Tyree. We are bringing you guys TV and film costuming design discussions. We are always in each other's DMs on Instagram. Every red carpet, I am in there chatting with Tyree. We have a good time, and so we wanted to just bring that to a wider audience and see if you guys want to join us in our quest to find some of the best in costuming and TV and film. Last week, we reviewed the film Mary, Queen of Scots. It's a great film you guys should check out. On this week's episode, we're going to be reviewing one of our favorite TV shows, Schitt's Creek. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey Brienne and Tyree. So Shit's Creek, one of our favorites. The costume designer for this show is Deborah Hansen. Some of the films she's done are Chloe and Outlander and television is Orphan Black and The Firm. She's got an assistant costume designer, which is Darcy Shane. This TV series debuted in 2015, and it is a Canadian show, actually, that's on Pop TV, but we get it here in America on Netflix. And It's just a show set in the fictional small town of Schitt's Creek, which the Rose family purchased. The Rose family, I should go back and say, is a very wealthy, like, socialite um, family that's, I believe they're based in New York. And they have had all of their money squandered from their business manager and don't have anything except for this town that Johnny, the dad, bought for the son, David, as a joke because it was, it's a town called Schitt's Creek. He thought it was funny. So when they don't have their money, this is all that they have left. So they're forced to go live in this small, like, podunk town. And honestly, just the show is about the adventures and the ups and downs that they have. There is Alexis Rose, who's the daughter. There's David Rose, who's the son. And then there is Moira, the mother, and Johnny, who is the dad. So, disclaimer, (laughs) y'all. Let's get real for a second. We had a bit of a technical difficulty, uh, some mic problems, where we are re-recording the beginning of this episode for you guys. So, since this episode was recorded the first time, the Emmys have happened. Yes. They had a sweep. Um, both at the creative and at the prime time. So you will hear us referring to the Emmys later in this episode that they are nominated. Just know that they won. You guys will know at this time that you hear this episode. Cool. So we're going to start with... Let's start with Johnny. Okay, so Johnny Rose is played by Eugene Levy. And the cool thing about this show is that Eugene is actually Dan Levy's real-life dad. So mm-hmm. they play real-life dad and son. And Eugene is very square, I would say. He's always wearing a suit. I believe he wears, like, Hugo Boss. He always wears, like, a blue suit with a white shirt. Mm-hmm. And he tells, like, dad jokes. He's like a dad, basically. Like, he's so corny, but, like... <laughs> Straight to the point. Yeah, he's a lot less dramatic than the rest of the Rose family because as we get into the rest of the characters, you guys will see they are very flamboyant (laughs) and over the top. And he's just, he's more practical minded. He's no fuss. He's like the laid back family member that doesn't engage as much as Moira and David and Alexis do. He loves Moira so, so much. She is completely over the top and 
you would think that that would like maybe put a fork in the middle of their relationship, but he dotes on her. He loves his family. His biggest thing with losing his money, I think, is that he's no longer able to spoil his family the way he used to, which is tough for him. Yeah, he loves his family. He's pretty much the practical one. Mm -hmm. He keeps his family together while they're like very over the top, but he understands them. And I think that that goes into his costuming, like his car breaks down and he's like in his suit where like other people in the town would be like in jeans and a Mm t-shirt. Yeah, he's just always in his suit, which kills me. Like (laughs) he'll be in the like garage and everyone's in like denim and just normal streetwear. And he comes in in his like Hugo Boss suit. That's definitely one of the designers he wears a lot on the show is Hugo. Yeah, and I think it's cool because Dan, who plays David, has... His closet, he has to move his clothes to, like, another room. And Moira has her wigs. And, like, Alexis is, like, over the top. Johnny Rose literally wears one suit. (laughs) I mean, he might wear a couple suits, but he wears the same thing. So that's Johnny's character. And then we can move right into Catherine O'Hara, who plays Moira Rose, which is the mother of the show. She is a former soap opera star that was famous back in the 70s, early 80s. She's very much absentee, like when Alexis and David were younger. She's one of those moms, Hollywood moms, who let the nannies raise them. So she wasn't around a whole lot. She and Johnny have a really long-lasting, loving relationship. And we see that Moira, just as Johnny does, she truly adores him too, with or without his riches, which I think is such a nice heart to the story that even though he's lost everything, you would you would assume someone like Moira would also leave him, and she doesn't. She doesn't leave. If anything, she's very, very supportive, and I think that that's just really sweet. Yeah, Moira Rose is probably one of my favorite characters on TV. I do know that they took after her character, or like they were inspired by Daphne Guinness, who is like one of the great granddaughters of Guinness. She's British, and so she wore like a lot of Alexander McQueen and a lot of like blacks and artsy stuff. And Moira like definitely does that on the show. And she wears McQueen, she wears Chanel, she wears all high-end designer brands. Mm -hmm. And what's cool about this family is that they have a lot of money But since they go to a small town, it's like they stick out like sore thumbs because they're literally wearing like stuff straight from the runway in a town, basically. And it's such a small town. Like they have (laughs) one cafe, one gas station. Like it's one of those teeny, teeny, tiny towns. But yeah, Moira is just, she's so funny. She doesn't want to let go of her fame. She still (laughs) thinks that she's just as like relevant as she was in the 70s and 80s. So she is hilarious. She's part of the Jazza Gals in town. (laughs) which is an acapella group that is composed of different ladies in the town. And Moira finds out about it and, of course, has to join but refuses to audition because she's too good for that. (laughs) She is a barrel of laughs. I love Moira. She's outlandish. You know, like, she wears every fabrication under the sun. She wears leather, PVC, fur, cotton, silk, satin. I mean, the woman is just, she's all over the place with her wardrobe. It's great. She's nominated for an Emmy finally this year. I'm so excited. Catherine O'Hara, she is nominated for Best Lead in a Comedy. And I've, guys, I've got my fingers and toes crossed that she gets it. Because again, this series is over. Season six was their last one. So this will be her last chance to be nominated. I really hope she gets it. And I think the rest of the, there's some other nominations too. Yeah, there's definitely um, multiple nominations, and I hope that they receive 
a few of them. Like, I think Best Comedy Series is one mm-hmm. of them. The show's been on since 2015, yep. and now we're on season six, and they're just now catching on, like, mainstream. Yeah. And they're Canadian, so, like, they're not used to our, like, paparazzi, our entertainment industry. So it's like kind of new and refreshing to them. It's kind of cool to watch them do interviews. Yeah. And we have to note uh, Dan Levy, he was nominated for an Emmy. Basically, the I don't think Eugene got one, unfortunately, but I know that um, Annie, Dan, and Catherine are all up for Emmys this year. Just guys, I, I really hope that they sweep. And that puts us right into the two siblings. We have Dan Levy, who plays David Rose. And I'm going to let Tyree take it away because he is a fan of Mr. (laughs) Dan. I love Dan Levy. But (laughs) one thing I want to say about Myra really fast is all of her wigs are named. (laughs) Yes, she definitely names all of those wigs, which is ridiculous. (laughs) So Dan Levy plays David Rose. He's one of the sons. He's actually a writer on the show. He's a writer, producer, director, all of that with his dad. His style is very, like, over the top. He's, like, an art curator. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because when he goes to the town, he's like, oh, I need this type of job. And they're like, "Mm, not (laughs) not here. So he wears a lot of, like, Rick Owens, Givenchy, like... Opening ceremony. Opening ceremony. He wears a lot of blacks. And, like, that's a funny thing, too, is, like, he'll wear black and it's, like, the dead of summer. So, mm-hmm. but he has to be, like, fashion forward. I remember him, like, ordering sheets because he was like, oh, it's a company credit card. Like, yeah. He's just very, like, over the top. But the cool thing about this family is they are over the top with, like, their wardrobe. But they're very, like, loving and practical down to earth with each other. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting I would say. Yeah, and David, he's had trouble in the past with his love life. Like, he attracts, unfortunately, a lot of users and just people who eventually, like, wind up breaking his little heart, which is sad. And he's the older sibling in this duo. Um, His sister, Alexis, is younger. He's bisexual. He befriends Stevie, who is the motel manager. They actually do get together at the very beginning of the series, but they realize they are much better off as friends and do not do that again. And he's formerly, like, a, a freelance type creative. And so, as Tyree said, like, he goes to the town trying to find a job like that, and that does not exist. So... <laughs> He has to kind of make up interesting ways via retail to, like, get a job. And then later in the series, he becomes engaged to a new local whose name is Patrick. That's in season five. I don't believe we're really giving a spoiler in saying that. Um, There's six seasons of this series. We aren't really going to talk about season six just to not, like— spoil the entire ending for you guys, but he does get engaged later in the in the series. Another fun fact about Dan Levy is he helped Deborah Hansen, the costume designer, mm-hmm. source a lot of the wardrobe. I believe their budget wasn't too much. So some of the stuff was actually from his closet and some stuff like he found on eBay. But he wanted really high-end brands to represent the family And since their budget was so low, he had to work with, like, the costume designer and just, like, try to figure out what brands he could get personally. And a lot of times you were saying that they would only have one of something. You know, they wouldn't even have, like, in shows, usually you have duplicates, sometimes triplets, sometimes even more than that. He would only be able to get his hands on, like, One. one piece. Yeah, so I watched, like, an interview of the family together, and he literally said they had one piece. So... As soon as they left from shooting, they put on like a robe or something just so nothing would spill on it because they only had one piece. 
So this is very grassroots, like very low budget <laughs> that they are making it work. Because, yeah, you don't hear of that very often of, yeah. of having just Uno of a select. And then we get to our last character, Miss Annie Murphy, who plays Alexis yes. Rose. She is like an heiress. Like she's basically <laughs> like a Paris Hilton type of socialite. She's had famous former boyfriends. Zac Efron is one of them. Yes. There's just all these funny like backstories of her crazy and wild life prior to living in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, she's the younger sibling to David. She never graduated from high school. Her parents don't even really know her middle name. (laughs) And she's very like, I would say like California girl. She's very airy, boho. I would say she's smart, but like ditzy. Yeah. But like her clothes, she wears like skirts. She wears cropped. She's very trendy and on. Super trendy. On style, I would say. She's and, so cute and fashionable. And like, she's very likable. All the people in town, even though sometimes they kind of like look at her sideways. Because like, you know, her outfits will have a lot of sequin and glam to them. <laughs> they are so cute. Like she wears a lot of Rebecca Minkoff. They've got Chloe in there. Um Trying to think of some other brands Probably that we see. Probably opening ceremony, I would assume. Yeah, like or Alice, Alice and, and Olivia, Olivia, definitely. Yeah. Just a lot of really, really cute sets. And like Tyree said, little like flouncy skirts and dresses. And as much as she is that socialite, she's not a mean girl. Yeah. Like, I love that about Alexis. She's not mean. And also with Alexis, like with Danny and Moira, their style is a little hard And with Alexis, I would say her style is more, like, soft and Mm -hmm. airy and flowy. So it, like, plays on, like, everyone's style. And I will say that it's it's very unrealistic. This show is not at all (laughs) set in a place or a town that we can say is, like— we can think of a place like this. Maybe Schitt's Creek is, but not the Rose family's lifestyle. It is so unrealistic to me that they have all this clothing. I know that they like, (laughs) that's what they all went for were their clothes and personal belongings. But it's just a little funny to me, especially the layering that like Alexis does. I'm like, where in this little motel room are you fitting? Like at least with, you know, David has the other room that he's using. Like, he has this whole funny, like, episode where he's trying to build a chest for, like, his sweaters because they're getting, like, eaten by moths. And so, for him, I actually do believe that he has a lot. And the same with Moira because her wigs are hung up on her wall. Like, those two pay attention to their wardrobe in a way where it's realistic that, like, okay, they have a lot. But, yeah, Alexis and Johnny are so laid back. I was like, where do these multiple suits and, like, layering pieces come from? It's just kind of funny and not realistic. And with David and Johnny, David would hang his T-shirts in Johnny's closet. And Johnny would be like, you're hanging T-shirts. So, like, that goes into the care of products. I think a lot of people either just fold their T-shirts. And even when he wanted to do a garage sale Mm -hmm. to sell, like, his pants that were, like, harem pants or, like, those MC Hammer pants— Stevie was like, what do we call these? <laughs> like, um, I hang my shirts, though. Is that a bad thing? Like, T-shirts? Like, um, I don't hang my shirts, but I can understand why you would hang your shirts. It's not yeah. bad. I mean, okay, I think— Because I was like, wait, me and David are— Yeah, quality of that. care of goods is always good. 
But yeah, this show is just, it's adorable. Um, there's a lot that goes on. Again, we don't want to get too much into plot because we're not trying to like spoil things for you guys. But there's a lot of other side characters that pop up in the show. You know, we were saying Stevie is the motel manager who befriends uh, David. Then we've got Ted. He's the vet in town who has a relationship with Alexis. And then they've got the mayor. The mayor, I will say, he's worried at the beginning that the Rose family has come to town to take the town back from him. And they aren't. They just want to live there. But it is a little funny that at first he doesn't like them because he's like, this is my town. Yeah. And another fun fact with casting is Twyla, she's the um, diner girl, is actually Daniel Levy's sister Mm -hmm. and Eugene's daughter. So it's a family affair. So it's kind of cool that they did that. It's cute. Um, And I did know that fact, actually. I figured something was going on because there was a scene with David and Twyla. And I was like, they look a little similar. And I remember literally Googling because I was like, who's this actress? And then her last name. And I was like, that's why you look similar. You two are siblings. Yes. It's funny. So, guys, that's basically what goes down on Schitt's Creek. Um, We highly recommend it. You have to watch it. It's like one of my favorite shows. I've Mm -hmm. always recommended it. And people are like, oh, it's too slow, or they talk weird or funny. But really, it's so funny. The show is so funny. And it's been around for six seasons, Mm -hmm. so it's very enjoyable. If you don't like one episode, just skip to another, like... Yeah, and it's great. If you love fashion as we do, there is so much fashion in this show. And also what Dan Levy was saying is that he made that apparent. So Mm -hmm. if you're watching the show, he wanted people to know that, oh, that is Chanel. Or like, that's that particular designer. So he wanted fashion people to appreciate the fashion of this show. I do. I very much appreciate it. So guys, we are going to hop into Red Carpet. And the two cast members that we are going to be talking about are Annie Murphy, who plays Alexis, and Dan Levy, who plays David. Because they are the two, they attend the most things. They're working with some pretty good stylists. It just was easy to pop up and pull up a lot of their carpets that they do. Most of them are joint, so you'll be hearing some repeat carpets, but let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, um, let's get into the red carpet. I don't know who to start with first because I like them both so much. I think that we should, yes. <laughs> we should think that, yes. All right, so we'll start with Annie Murphy. What do we think about Miss Annie's red carpet? Um, I love Annie. I don't really know her particularly. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's definitely new and up and coming. Her mm-hmm. stylist is Sarah Sletsky. Mm-hmm. She styles Elizabeth Olsen and Katherine Gallagher. I love Annie's style. I feel like she's definitely a cool girl. There are some things that she probably needs to work on. But other than that, I love her style. I think that newcomer is very much the word that comes to mind. If someone were to send me this page that we have of some of her red carpet looks, that is the first word that would pop up is I'd be like, okay, she's new to the scene because it's all over the place. Even though each look, I get it. Each look is styled. Each look has a vibe to it. Each look has a point and like a theme, but it's all over the place. If you look at it, I can't really say that like, okay, that dress sort of went with that and this went with that. There's no crossing of lines that you can do yet. They're experimenting with everything. Yeah, and also with that is the brands aren't, like, say on the show, she's working with, like, Alison Olivier and um, Chloe, Isabel Morant. On the carpet, she probably only has one, like, she's wearing Dior. And other than that, I don't know any of these other brands, but she's definitely a newcomer. She has 
short dresses, long dresses. She's done jumpsuits. She's done regular suits. Mm -hmm. So is there a particular one you want to talk about? Well, you already, you mentioned Dior. So I think let's start there. 2019 SAG Awards finds Annie in a Dior gown. I don't like it. Um, (laughs) This looks vintage. It looks like she got it from a thrift store and not in a cool way. It's a short sleeve gown that has embroidered floral print along the skirt and the bodice. um, And there's a keyhole at the top. (laughs) I just think it's very basic. I would never think this is Dior. If someone asked me what designer this is, I probably would have guessed like a Diane von Furstenberg, maybe a a Dolce & Gabbana. I never in a million years would have said Dior. This isn't, I don't know if you agree, Tyree, but like this isn't classic Dior. Uh, I agree to not agree. I think that it's a newer Dior. I think this is the collection where they did like the horses and like the side saddle Mm -hmm. thing where they were in the farmland or something. It doesn't read Dior, for sure. And it reads very witchy, very, like, dark and mysterious. I don't know. I don't hate it, which that doesn't mean I love it. I just don't hate it. (laughs) Um, I think with this look, they were going in the right direction. It's everything that you described. I feel like the dress part of it is too short. Um, It needs to be a little bit longer. It has, like, an overlay with appliques of some type of design, but I feel like her hair should be pulled back. I like that she's wearing like a dark lip. She has darker eyes, but yeah, this is not one of my favorite looks. Like she should have done a little bit more, I would say. Moving on because (laughs) it's not it. And yeah, Uh, moving on to, she is wearing a Toronto designer for the 2019 Emmys. It's called Out Here by Marcus Chavez. And what she's wearing is a long sleeve plunge all over sequin gown that is navy. And it has very, very big padded shoulders. And it looks like her arm sleeves are ruched. I think this is cute. I think this is the vibe that Annie and her stylist should go for more often. It fits her really well. I wish you guys could see the photo because she's got her foot crossed and just this very like, it, it is a cool girl stance that she's got going on. I think this is the vibe for her. There's another outfit we may talk about that's from the MTV Movie and TV Awards one year where she wore a sequin suit. These are the two that I can put together where I'm like, you're going somewhere with yeah. this. Yeah, and I like both of these. Um, I love the sequins. I love the one with the Toronto designer out here. It's all sequins. It has a plunging neckline. It's kind of like rouged or um, tightened on the side. It's three-quarter sleeves. She looks like a cool girl. She Her hair is down. A lot of times when I talk about like hair and makeup, um, um, she's wearing a plunging neckline, so it's supposed to accentuate her neck. And if your hair is in the front, it's not adding like length to your neck. And I think like that's the only problem is like push your hair back a little bit. And but I love this. I feel like that is the direction that she needs to go in. Yep. And then the second one, the MTV, the black and white crisscross. It's another um, sequin like sparkly dress. Her legs are crossed again. I feel like that adds length. If you guys know um, to cross your legs. And um, again, just pull your hair back. But on this one at the MCV Awards, I don't mind it being down because it's more casual. It stops at the shins. Her shoes are strappy. It's kind of like, oh, I'm at the MCV Awards. Like, yeah, I like that look. 
Yeah, she, a sequin is a theme that I see. So I like that out of everything we've said about Annie, you can tell that sequin is something that she and her team likes. At the 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards, she, it's an all-over sequin blazer and pants set that's cream, it looks like. It looks a little iridescent, actually, because of the lighting. And then she's got a cute little bandeau top that's cream underneath. That, again, is giving me the cool girl vibes that she was also giving us when she wore out here at the Emmys. So those are my two favorite looks from her. I don't know if you want to talk about this. There's a look that we have that's a lace jumpsuit that is, it's a miss for me. Um, we don't need to talk about that. There we <laughs> go. Good. But the thing is, is I love Annie, Annie Murphy. She's amazing. Like her style is still transforming. It shows that she has a wide variety of style to work mm-hmm. with. They just need to perfect it a little bit. Yeah. But also another thing I appreciate about her is she's so fresh. Yeah. Like her face and her hair. It's just, I'm like here wearing something nice. She's not try hard. You sometimes see these newcomers that come in and like, they don't want to be young. Everybody wants to be so grown on the carpet. And I like that she's youthful about things. And yes, she's fresh faced most of the time. They know how to do her hair and makeup. I just think like Tyree said, it's pulling it together, making this a bit tighter and starting to get a theme and a sequence going on. Because like I said, I like when I can see general theme with people's style. That's fun for me as a stylist to be able to look at that progression and be like, oh, okay, like this is what you're about. She's not there yet, but I think she will be. Yeah, and talking on theme, it doesn't necessarily mean the person's wearing the same thing. It's just like, what is your story mm-hmm. and how do you translate that through your clothes? Like, you can wear different pieces, different lengths, different colors, and still have the same. Yeah. Like, this is my style. The way I describe it to my clients is we want all of your clothing to look like it comes from the same closet of the same person. And like Tyree said, it can have variety. It should have variety. But at the end of the day, it all needs to look like those pieces came from the same place. Right. So then we're going to get into Dan Levy and his red carpet style. Dan's adorable. I I love Dan. I'm going to let Tyree take it away because I know he's excited. Dan is styled by Erica Cloud, who is a former longtime assistant to Carla Welsh. Her clients also include Aquafina and Casey Musgraves. So Dan, I'm pretty sure sure that he loves fashion because you can tell on the show, but even on the red carpet, he's well put together. He is so handsome, (laughs) like so dreamy, so (laughs) handsome. And he does a lot of like suits, a lot of blazers. He does a lot of colored things and it's just so well put together. Like I love his style. I love everything about him. And yeah. I think he looks great. So the outfits that we've pointed out, I do want to say some of them were before he started working with Erica. And what's interesting though, is she went and cleaned it up for him. But the two outfits that I'm referring to are colorful looks. One is an Alexander McQueen suit that's red. And the other is a Burberry that is like an iridescent turquoise. Those two were prior to Erica, but obviously she looked at them because she's still in sync with those looks. But those were both in 2019. Um, I don't know if you want to start at either of those, but just wanted to note that he and Erica got hooked up a little bit later. Sure, of course. Um, So the first look I'll start with is the Burberry look at the Critics' Choice Awards. Cool. Um, He's wearing like this green um, 
What's that shiny material called? Iridescent. Iridescent. He's wearing a bow tie, which looks great. And another thing that you can definitely see is his cufflinks. It's very important on men, like, when you wear a suit to keep, like, like a half inch to show, like, your shirt length. And then, like, the suit jacket comes up. So it's very tailored to him. Even with his pants are very tailored. Yeah, he just looks great. His glasses look great. He looks adorable. It's a tight look. This was for Critics' Choice Awards. Um, he's uh, That's one thing that I will say, guys. He always looks great against the step and repeat. Like, I don't know if they're getting that info ahead of time because as a stylist, sometimes you can get that information prior, um, which is wonderful. Other times, it's to go for what you know. Like, for example, Teen Choice Awards, that carpet— that and the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice are, those carpets kill me because it's like lime green it's and red. But orange, yeah. They've done a great job um, with him looking in sync. I'm going to go next to his 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards look. He's in a two-piece Alexander McQueen suit, and it is fire engine red. He's got black, it looks like black leather boots on. Um, They are pull-up style Chelsea boots. And then underneath, he's wearing a white Burberry dress shirt that has a black embroidered pattern on the lapels, on the collar. Yeah, I love this suit. I think it's double-breasted. His Mm -hmm. hands are in the way, but I feel like it's double-breasted. It looks it, yeah. The pants fit amazing to know that those shoes are boots and the way that they stop, Mm -hmm. like, It doesn't look like they're bunched over his boot. And I just love this look. I feel like it's red. It's vibrant. He's at the MTV Movie Awards. MTV TV Awards. They changed it, and it's now the Movie and TV Awards because MTV has to be difficult. Okay, the MTV Movie and TV Awards. And it's just, like, cool. I feel like guys generally pick a black suit or a blue suit or a gray suit. It's so, like, boring and blah Mm -hmm. that he is aware of his style, that he's like, I'm going to be adventurous and try colors. So the next look we want to talk about is at the American Music Awards um, in 2019. Dan is wearing a Valentino suit under a Valentino coat. The Valentino coat is dip-dyed. It has red on the bottom. It's a navy color, and then... He's wearing matching shoes. The shoes have red, blue, white. It's a lot. It looks like it's like very heavy. I feel like American Music Awards are in Los Angeles, so he's definitely overdressed. So maybe he didn't look at the temperature or that's just like the look he was going for. He still looks very handsome. Like, I mean, I like it. It's just a lot. This looks, it would look good in the winter in New York or maybe in London. I think it's weird for the event. It's not very music vibey. And to be honest, um, and not to be, well, it is funny, but uh, he looks a little like Grimace from McDonald's, the the purple character. Um, (laughs) Just because of how big his coat is. (laughs) Like, he just looks like one big old blob to me. So I, I think this is a miss, but it's just more because of, where he is. Like, I feel like he should be outside walking somewhere wearing this. Yeah, I feel like um, he's definitely an East Coaster, I want to say. And maybe he thought that our winters are colder here, but he's just wearing too much. And it's the Music Awards, so, like, I feel like he could definitely loosen it up a little bit. Definitely. And the next one I would like to talk about is his Prada tuxedo that he wore to the 2019 Emmys. It is this, like, chocolate brown color. It has black lapels. He's wearing a bow tie again. Yeah, he looks great. 
basically, it's how do you describe this? This is another double breasted. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what he gears toward. It's very traditional. Um, I believe he's wearing another Chelsea boot. Yeah, um, his pants are tailored perfectly. You can see his cufflinks. He looks very comfortable. He looks like he's supposed to be there. He's at the Emmys. He looks great. And he he looks like his father in this photo, I would say. So, yeah, he looks great. And that's so important, guys, looking like you are where you are supposed to be. <laughs> I know that seems so simple, but like how we just said for the American Music Awards, that can be why something is amiss. It's simply because it's like you're at the wrong event. Like, good look, but where are you going? <laughs> so That's yeah. one thing that I always say. I'm glad that you said that is... Where are you going? I'm, that, like, if someone shows up in something and it's a miss for that award show, I'm always like, where are you going? Like, yeah. where were you supposed to be going? Yeah. <laughs> where was that meant to be? He looks great for the Emmys. He looks so put together and svelte and suave and all the S words. And I just think he looks handsome as hell. And this brown chocolate, because it's not just brown, like, it's like, a really, yeah. yeah, really great, like, chocolatey color. It's a good, good hue that they put him in. It's doing some, making me feel some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, um, which could segue into our last look is the Dior Ohm look that he wore to the 2020 SAGs. And this one, he does an overcoat as well. I don't know if this is an overcoat or a part of the tuxedo, but it just fits better than the Valentino one that we mm-hmm. spoke about. It's black. It's white. I mean, majority black, but it has like a flower on the side that's like white and crested or like a white print. And it's a three-piece suit, I would say. His pants are very tailored. He's wearing like the boots again. I think he likes this like higher volume shoe versus wearing like an actual flat shoe. And this look is perfect, pretty much. I love like everything about Dan Levy is... Yeah, he's just okay. Like, I don't even know what else to say. What do you have to say? He looks like a proper gentleman here to me. He's going to the right event. He looks extremely put together and just so sharp. Like, this is GQ. This is how you get on GQ's best dress list is what he's doing. His fit is there. His colors are there. His stance and presence and vibe are all there. This is, to me, his strongest red carpet look because he looks extremely sure of himself, as he should be, because this is an ace. Like, they nailed this look, he and Erica. And I think it's very important, especially when you say, like, GQ and, like, men's fashion, is every single one of his looks are tailored to him, and that helps elevate your look. Like, when something looks like it's made for you, no matter the simplest or most extravagant thing, if it looks like it's made for you, it just looks so much better. And like all of his looks look like they are made for him. And I'm I over love that. here, y'all, waving my hand in the air because I am like Tyree Preach. <laughs> Bring the sermon here to us today on the DM. Everything he just said about tailoring is so very true. Yeah, so we love Shit's Creek. We love... Daniel Levy. We love Catherine O'Hara as Moira. We love Eugene and we love Annie Murphy. We just love this whole series. We're sad to see it go, Mm -hmm. but they did a great job. 
And that is pretty much it for episode five of the DM with Audrey, Brianne, and Tyree, where we reviewed Schitt's Creek. You'll find the links to Schitt's Creek's homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for a theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce a friend to our work and tell them to subscribe. Follow us on the DM.net or on Instagram. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of The DM. We would love if you guys would come and follow us. Get in our DMs. You can follow me at Audrey Brienne and AudreyBrienne.com. You can follow me Tyree's Style, S-S-T-Y-L-E, or TyreeStyle.com. So you guys can find us at The DM on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are available on your device. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. This was super, super fun. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys.